CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our DSW Holiday Pros are here to help you find the perfect shoes for you and gifts for everyone on your list. Want it in two hours? Buy online and pick up in store. Even faster? Send a gift card. Head to DSW.com to shop season-making gifts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I did. Um, and it is Friday, Black Friday. I hope you're sh- in, while you're shopping through the stores, you are listening to this um, because it's finally time to play my entire interview with Hannah Brown. There's been a lot of headlines coming from this interview, other interviews she's done, the book, God Bless This Mess, which is out now. I do recommend it. Um, You heard me talk about it a few times on the show, including on Wednesday's breakdown about why I think it is worth reading. Now you'll hear Hannah tell you why she thinks it is worth reading. There is a lot of tea in the book. We allude to it. This was recorded after I read the book, but before it was out. So um, it was interesting to hear her kind of predict what she thought was going to get a lot of attention, what she was worried about, what she was excited about people to hear. There are two full recap galleries on usmagazine.com under my name, my byline, if you want to read quotes from the book. Um, Again, I recommend you read it yourself, but there is Hannah Brown Reveals Family Murder, Dancing with the Stars Turmoil, Eating Disorder, and more new book. This is all kind of stuff about non-bachelor things. Um, We get into it a little bit, but I wanted to give you a little backstory about what she talks about with her aunt and her cousins. Um, Back in 2001, when Hannah was six years old, her aunt, so her dad's sister, and her two cousins who were six and four years old were murdered in Alabama. It was a guy who... The family had kind of taken in. He was out on a work release from after serving time for a nonviolent offense in prison. And he worked on their house. He did construction on their house and they let him live in their back trailer for a little while. Um, He had since moved out, but he showed up at the house and he she invited him in the aunt. Her husband was not home. And the aunt said, you know, come on in, whatever. And she found him going through her purse for money. I guess his girlfriend was a drug addict. He wanted money. He ended up stabbing the aunt and Hannah's cousins and they all died. It's so unbelievably tragic. Um, And Hannah talks a lot about how that it comes full circle in the book a lot. It comes up a lot. Um, And you'll hear her talk about that because her family never really dealt with it and the trauma and how that created distance between her family and her, you know, her uncle who was her dad's Uh, brother-in-law and there's some stuff about her brother in the book which you'll hear me ask about her brother they had kind of a rocky relationship not the closest siblings ever Um, her parents marriage she writes that it was you know kind of toxic a lot of fighting they're better now but not something she ever wanted to emulate which she did I think talk about a little bit on Colton's season and maybe the bachelorette Um, dancing with the stars that's making some headlines she the Allen stuff is interesting she kind of says 
good and bad stuff about him, who was her partner on season 28 of Dancing with the Stars. But she does describe their relationship as the most volatile of the season um, and kind of yells, kind of shades him for how he communicated with her and how they were really different. He didn't really care about what she was going through, which was everything. Peter, Tyler, broken jet engagement. Um, there's an there's interesting Dancing with the Stars stuff in there and just about how she was in such a bad place um emotionally you'll hear her talk about her new boyfriend and stuff like that but of course this is a bachelor podcast and there is plenty of bachelor tea in this book which you'll hear obviously the peter hookup while the season was airing i broke that all down um which she's all batch a few weeks ago she does some fantasy suite reveals you guys saw me post that on my instagram story if you follow me um you know she admits that maybe jed was a little insecure when he found out she slept with peter and was asking who was better in bed and who was bigger down there and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Again, all this tea is in the second Bachelor Gallery on usmagazine.com. It is titled From Colton Coming Out to Fantasy Sweet Secrets, Biggest Bachelor Revelations and Hannah Brown's God Bless This Mess. Yeah, she talks a little bit about Tyler and everything that went down with that. Very similar story to what Tyler said in his book. So regrets how we handled the Gigi Hadid thing, but him and Hannah Brown never actually hooked up officially officially all the way post bachelor but they were very on and off she compares tyler to being one of his bench girls which i thought was kind of an interesting way to put it um and again she tells all these stories in the book because she's trying to like be relatable and look at her own therapy journey and what she's learned about why she acted the way she did and give other girls you know permission to forgive themselves for their mess that's how i read it and the book again there's tea there's some salacious stuff in there but it's, it's written in a way that's not like screw this person like she could have gone way harder on jed in my opinion um she could have probably gone harder on tyler and peter too like it's you know she there but she takes her she takes her own um responsibility for how she acted along these relationships too so i think it's a worth a good it's a good read uh it's quick you guys will read it quickly it's a couple hundred pages um and as far as bachelor books in the last couple years have come out i think it's a better one um and there's a lot of tea in there but if you don't want to read it you can just hear hannah tell me about it in just a minute or go head over to usmagazine.com and read those stories but without further ado here is hannah brown okay hannah i mentioned i read your book last night i have a lot of questions for you including how are you feeling knowing that people are starting to read it the book's going to be out soon are you anxious are you nervous tell me everything yeah i i'm super excited for sure but i think the nerves and um, the nerves have definitely kicks in just knowing that it's out there. Uh, you know, you have no control of it now. It's just, it, it is what it is and people can take it and um, learn from it. It can be beneficial or not. I just know I did, you know, as, as much as I could and worked really hard and I'm really proud of, of the outcome. So um but yeah, even with all that said, like I'm still like getting a little nervous for sure. I think that there's a lot of questions answered that maybe people have been wanting to know. I think it says, opens up and says a lot of things people didn't know about you if they watched you on the show. Why mm -hmm. was a book the format for you to do that, answer some of those questions or maybe talk about things that people have been maybe asking you about for a while or wanting to know? Yeah. So my life has been shared very openly, like vulnerably, um, through a lens of a television show, you know, it's always been for entertainment. And while a lot of that, you know, was my real life, there's a lot of parts that go that fall through the cracks that are filtered out. Um, and instead of it being again, just told through, um, 
a funnel of other people. I really wanted to take the time and be able to share my story, my way in the most authentic way, most vulnerable way. Um, and so it was, it was really important for me to do. And I'd always wanted to write a book. I didn't know that I'd have the opportunity to write a book about my life like this, but I, um, think it came actually at the right time. And, um, I think it'll help people actually get to know me really, truly for the first time. There's a lot of childhood stuff. There's some stuff with your parents' relationship, some trauma with your aunt and your cousins and that story, which was incredible to read. And I'm so sorry. Um, what was more difficult to write about stuff like that, like personal childhood stuff or some of the, like the show stuff and the like more salacious stuff? Like what was the hardest thing for you to sit down and put to put on paper? Um, that's interesting. I think they both came with their, their own challenges. Um, the childhood stuff is specifically the, um, this, the, the tragedy with my aunts and my, my aunt, and my cousin was really hard because I hadn't really ever, um, processed it. I had just gotten a therapist around the time of deciding to write this book. And, um, it was the first time, like it was kind of like an assignment she gave me to write it. And, um, so that was, that was really hard because there was obviously a lot of emotions there. And, but on the other side of that, it was really healing and not only for me, but for my family, which kind of comes up at the end of the book, like how it really is healed our family from something that just has just continued to be like that, um, hidden thorn in, in everybody's, you know, side that just, we just cover up and pretend's not there. Um, so that was definitely hard, but I do think the relationship bachelor stuff was, was hard to write too, because, because I was, was processing, um, it all. And, uh, it was just, there was so much that happened that one time in my life. So trying to really like, you know, dig through the weeds, kind of go back into that time was, was definitely hard too. So, um, this book was, oh my gosh, it was a challenge for sure. Like I'm so happy and proud of myself for writing a book, but when you're writing about the most painful times of your life like it it has been emotionally exhausting too um so now i'm glad that i can just like celebrate it being done and kind of sh i feel like the book is my opportunity to publicly shed that the past if that makes mm -hmm. sense and kind of step into the newness and fullness of my life because i've kind of gone back there and um, dug up the weeds and pulled and picked them out. Um, so excited to be able to celebrate that. Was there any hesitation in sharing any, you know, super personal stories or do you feel like relief that it kind of paints a, a bigger picture? Cause as a reader and someone, you know, who obviously watched the show, 
it, kind of some of your past relationships and your long high school relationship with Brady, if that's his real name, who knows, um, kind of made more sense with the Luke stuff and maybe like how yeah. with everything with that and how you felt so shamed and why that was like your moment to kind of take it back. Like, was that part of it too? Like you got to put the pieces together yourself and realize how you kind of, why you reacted certain ways or how things played out? I definitely had some hesitation because, you know, you're sharing personal, uh, stories with that obviously involve another human but what was really important for me um when I was deciding like what I was going to share and what I wasn't was like did did it have a purpose other than being uh gossip or just like huh like I'm just still like have a like you know some type of like bitterness like it, if it was that like it could not it could not be in there. I had mm -hmm. to really be like, how is this helpful? How is this relatable? How is this going to help somebody else that's reading it? And if it wasn't that, then, then I wasn't going to put it in there. So, um, yeah, it was definitely hard to kind of figure out what I wanted to put in there, but I think everything like has a purpose and, um, you know, I can stand behind it. And I know that I'm like a very honest human, like, hello. I think of all the relationship stuff, like I'm, I'm do not, um, I'm very self-aware of how I played a part in things too. And I hope mm -hmm. that that comes across in the book because I, I definitely take ownership for a, a lot of things that, that happened in my life. Um, but that's been the beauty of being able to kind of like process everything and see where, you know, I made mistakes along the way. And that's, that's the whole kind of point of the book is like all those really messy mistakes, like are, if you can go back and like learn from them then they can really kind of be that miracle to help you move forward. No, I think that definitely comes across. I mean, it made me laugh every time in the parentheses when you're like, girl, don't do this. Like, yes. <laughs> but I did it, by the way. Oops. Like, it was funny because it was yeah. like, yeah, don't do it. But I did it. But I was 20, whatever. Like, I, I liked that. It comes across for yeah. sure. Um, there is some tea in this book, though. Are you a little worried about some of those fantasy suite details that's not in there kind of getting out there? Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm not, I'm not, um, on a, like, unaware that that there are some people who just want the tea and that's like why they're going to buy my book and I definitely think that's in there um but even still like try to make sure that everything even though there might be a little tidbits of stuff that like you know it, it gives it gives the tea um that every like full story is there for a purpose um but yeah I mean I guess I am like a little bit <laughs> about it. I mean, I was a little surprised to learn about the, the Peter season hookup at Barb's house. Does he know that that's going to be in the book? Are you expecting to hear from him? You know, I, he, he has not been a part of this process of, of writing this book. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. I mean, selfishly, um, I, I enjoyed reading about it. And, you know, that was an interesting layer. Yeah. Yeah. But like, even that, like telling that story, um, I think it just really gives a really honest, uh, and vulnerable, like, uh, account of like what was kind of going on in my life. 
and really like, there's like this buildup that kind of happens, um, like, you know, right. And then my brother has the overdose and like mm-hmm. then the stuff with, um, you know, the quarantine crew, like all this stuff was like really being like, it was like this perfect storm, uh, that, you know, really, unfortunately, like there were some mistakes and all that, but led me to getting the help that I needed, I think. So I think that story kind of really was important. And I think it's relatable. I I mean, maybe not the parents' house, but, (laughs) um, kind of making a poor decision when you're hurting. And, um, I think a lot of girls can, can relate to that. Yeah, for sure. You definitely stress the importance of now therapy and mental health mm-hmm. and there's some eating disorder and body image stuff and the pageants. There's a lot of different things that you're candid about. Is there one big takeaway that you want readers to get or is that impossible to name? I think the biggest takeaway is like you have to like, we're, we're we live in a society where it's just like, keep going, distract, distract, do the next thing, win this, do this, you know, and there is no accolade, um, reward amount of money, followers, whatever that can really heal the pain. Um, unless you do the work Mm -hmm. and it will just continue to build and build and build and become something that you never thought it would be. Um, if you don't really go to the source and sometimes that means like you're going to like fall on the ground and, and, and it's going to hurt real bad. Um, but maybe that's the moment that you can start to heal. And that's where like the whole, like, you know, all the mess stuff happened. Like it's kind of important in my book because like your mess can be your message in the end, if you can allow it to, but you got to like, dig through the mess first. So I think it's really like that being honest with yourself and what your shit is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, is, is the only way that you're going to heal and, and live life in a really impactful, meaningful way. Our DSW holiday pros are here to help you find the perfect season making shoes for you and gifts for everyone on your list. Whether it's cozy Ugg slippers for your mom, wear everywhere Adidas sneakers for the kids, or must-have Sorel boots just for you, DSW has gifts for everyone, in every budget. Want it ASAP? Buy online. And pick up in the store in just two hours. Can't make it to the store? You can't go wrong with an e-gift card. However you're gifting this year, DSW's got you covered. Head to DSW to see our picks for making their season bright. Dancing with the stars is another point of that where, you know, you wanted that trophy so bad or you thought you did and then you got it. And it made me so sad to read about how yeah. in that moment you were just like, okay, what's next? Or like, it didn't, you didn't get to feel it. Do you, do you wish you could go back and do that again, knowing everything you know now? Or is that was just like another layer of, you know what, I, I just, I was doing it for the wrong reasons, but I still learned something, you know, that was, that was sad. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I think I was in such a, um, I was in such a place that it was like a a distraction. You know, I, I desperately needed a distraction because I wasn't going to deal with, you know, how I was really feeling. Um, and 
I've gotten farther away from it now. Like it, it makes me, it also makes me sad. I'm like, wow, that was a really incredible experience. And I will always be thankful for it. And there were moments of like, you know, really living in it, but, um, I wish I could do like, I wish I could do it again and just like have fun, Mm -hmm. but I put so much pressure on myself because I felt like I needed that win because I felt like a loser. I did. I felt like I was like the bachelorette that like, you know, didn't even finish her season, you know, with somebody then like, you know, tried to, and then kind of got burned after that again. And I was just like, needed that validation and needed a win in my life. I remember just being like, I just need a win in my life to feel better. And to realize that it didn't make me feel better in that moment was soul crushing in the moment too. I remember just being like, Oh no, I, it was it's supposed to feel different than this. And, um, yeah, that was a big moment for me just in life. And like one of the biggest learning lessons that I've ever had. And, um, I think I was supposed to win dancing with the stars to be able to like, have that story of like, you can win the thing. Um, but you have to realize like what, like it can mean nothing if you're just like going for the trophies and the things if you haven't like, you know, really worked on your heart first, I think. Yeah. When you also decide to do Dancing with the Stars from in the book, there's kind of like an understanding of, you know, maybe ABC being like, you know, this is another great opportunity for you. Let's move past those episodes that were very sex-based that you maybe weren't pleased with. Um, How do you feel about those now? Because it, it, I know you, you've talked about a lot growing up in Alabama and the idea of femini- being a feminist and how you kind of take that back now. Um, and those episodes, I think, were a huge part of it, even though it can be hard. You don't want the whole world talking about your sex life, which is so fair. So how do you feel about them now? Yeah, I think in the book, you really get to see the layers of how that, that kind of affected me. I think, yeah, like in the moment, it was really hard to kind of feel like, oh, you're just going to have to own this. Mm-hmm. you know, being told that that was hard. Um, but I do like know how it impacted a lot of women in a positive way. Um, so I'll never like, I, I, honestly, the whole thing is like, I wouldn't go back and change it because, mm-hmm. um, there's a whole, you know, there's, I believe that there's a purpose and really everything. And so, um, I think be, writing this book, though, was really important for people to really have a, a true understanding of what was happening, though. And so that mm-hmm. is kind of like, wouldn't change anything, but I'm really glad that I've had the opportunity to write this book to really tell the full story. I mean, I think obviously you're very happy now, and I know you wouldn't change anything, but how long did it take you to realize, like, if I didn't pick Jed, like, how long did it take you to stop thinking, like, if I didn't pick Jed, would things be different with Tyler? If I didn't pick Jed, would things be different with Peter? Because it kind of felt like something that lingered for a while, which makes sense, because you were battling these intense feelings, and just a lot going on. It took a long, yeah, it definitely took a long time, Um, but the whole issue with all that is I didn't trust myself enough to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what, um, you see kind of as a pattern in a book. Like if you don't really trust yourself, um, know yourself, then it's really hard to make, uh, relations, uh, you know, 
decisions about love and relationships, especially in an intense amount of time. And, you know, at the first of the book, like I say, like, I remember that first night being like, he's not here. And if I would have trusted that, if I would have like been true to myself, I think it might've been different. And, but then I just let my heart get involved. You know, I pushed myself to let my heart get involved. And that's like what a, another lesson I learned is like, you can't like give your heart to multi, like in pieces to people mm. because then like it's broken, your, your heart's broken. And, um, every guy kind of just got a little piece of me, but yeah. they had it. And so I had to kind of like rebuild it. And, um, but yeah, it definitely took a while. Like it was all real, um, feelings, but I think really knowing if those were like, you know, my true, what, what was true to me was the thing that I had to uncover. That makes sense. You, you write a line that the show, you know, it's supposed to be focused on romance, but it's more like an emotional disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's fair for a lot of people, not just you. Is there anything you think that, it, that the structure of that show could even do differently? Or could you, can you, do you watch it now? Can you even like try to f- pretend or follow it? Like, did you have to distance yourself? Yeah, I really, um, you know, I'm in a different chapter of my life and I will always be thankful for, you know, what that show has taught me, um, some of the relationships and obviously like the people who started following me and became, uh, fans of me through that show. But I really have, um, moved on and, uh, don't really keep up with the show anymore, but I'm always rooting for, I'm always rooting for somebody to find love because I do believe that you can find love on that show. Like if it's meant for you, it, it will be there. Um, but it definitely is a, is a hard, uh, hard way to start a relationship. But I mean, there's obviously success stories, um, that come with it too. So, yeah. Um, obviously there was a lot of questions about your relationship with Tyler and the quarantine crew and people get their answers in the book. So they should definitely read it. Cause I think that was great. Um, you mentioned you hadn't spoken to him as of writing the book in six months. Is that still the case? Uh, yeah, I have, we haven't talked, but, um, you know, I wish him well and what he's doing. Like, it's really hard to be, um, trying to figure out what's going on in, in the spotlight, but, um, yeah, I wish him well and in his endeavors and, um, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Has your boyfriend read the book? I saw he got a nice thank you in the, in the acknowledgements. He is, he's the best. Um, but yeah, he's actually, he's been reading the book and like taking notes on it. And he's just been such a just encourage her in the whole thing. He's really smart and like reads like, I swear, like a book a day. It's it's weird. Like having his, like, I'm like, is it, you know, like, how do you feel about it? Like, is it good? And he's like, you know, so encouraging about it all. Like just like that today, yesterday, he's like, it just gives me chills to know that my um, girlfriend like is a published author. Like he's like, that's just so incredible and helps me when I start going, looking at all the negative and trying to like pick it apart. He's just really there to help me celebrate all the great that's come out of it. And really has, you know, he had to read some things like that probably weren't so 
fun to read, but it's, you, he's been really great about kind of using it just to get to know me better, you know? And, um, but yeah, he's almost done with it. And, but he's been reading it very like, in like intentionally (laughs) has notes on it. He told me that he would share with me later. So (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I know he's great. That's amazing. Um, I did also just want to ask about your brother because you, you know, he's in the book. Where are you guys now? Are you in a good, a good spot? And is he really dating Jed's, Jed's ex-girlfriend? I love my brother. And um, I'm just so thankful for all the changes that like he's made in his life um, because that's just really impacted just the way that our um, family dynamic is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's, both of us have kind of gone on our own journey of, of healing. Um, like the first of our family to ever go to therapy, to seek that help. And that, that's really cool. And I'm really proud of him for that. And, um, about his love life, like I, um, I don't choose who my brother loves and who he wants to be with. Um, but I love him and want him to be happy. That's, that's very nice. Um, <laughs> the book also, I mean, it ends with, or towards the end, you talk about everything that kind of went down on social media with that Instagram live and how you tackled that. What was it like to sit down and kind of put that on paper too? Cause I know you did obviously talk about it on Instagram and you were very, you addressed it. You were very open and about everything you were learning. What was it like to write that part of the book? Since there was so much, you know, maybe chatter about it before. Yeah. Um, well, I thought it was really important to write about because um, it impacted my life and it impacted a lot of people's lives. And um, I, I think I have not only the opportunity, but the responsibility to, um, to share that experience that, um, you know, mistake and kind of what I learned from that Um and I worked with a professor. I um, had a lot of knowledge and tools that were given to me. Uh, well, I, I paid for somebody, obviously. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I took that extra step because uh, I do have a platform, and I want to maybe be the like my book. You might not you pick up and you're not going to think that you're going to read about racism. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is why I think it was important for me to talk about because it, like I said, it impacted my life that maybe it'll be the first time that, um, you know, some young girl, Southern white girl, you know, Mm -hmm. in a small town ever like, you know, takes the time to really think about how, privilege and um anti-black uh the anti-blackness that you we can carry um just from our society um how you are a part of that system without even knowing and i think that that's really important that um i discussed and continue to be an advocate for and i think it was great because obviously this book like the first draft that I wrote felt like more like a, um, an essay. It felt more like an essay. So because I learned so much and I was just like, you know, proud and also wanted to not just show, but to like help facilitate like 
other people, you know, learning the knowledge that, that I've learned and, and be more educated. Um, but then I had it, this, and then I was like, okay, I, I need to like make this be more like Less the scholarly. Yes. <laughs> and so I think the book shows like kind of what was going on with me during that time, because I really only addressed it. Um, you know, you, you see the lives and you see what was happening, but kind of to see kind of what was going on behind the scenes and maybe answer some questions that other people still had about everything I think was important. Um, what I've learned is like, as a white person, like, you know, we, white fragility is real. And when you haven't had to have these conversations about race, um, Mm -hmm. it makes it, it makes it tough to navigate, but it's important to talk about. And so, yeah, um, I think that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That definitely. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'll tell you, Hannah, I'll let you go. I've read a lot of, I've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of books written by reality TV personalities, bachelor personalities. This was a good book. This was a good read. It had some tea, but Thank it had you. some, had a lot of lessons in it. And I feel like you were very candid, especially with some of the stuff with like high school boyfriends and everything that felt very relatable and you do have a huge audience. And I think that your honesty will, will translate for sure. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Like this has been, I've worked on this book for so long and it is very um, important for me that it, it was like, it was so much more than, you know, what I think some people maybe expect that it's just a tell all or mm-hmm. um, just parts of my life, but really is a, a story and that can kind of help people who are in the thick of it with me. Like I don't have it all figured out, but maybe mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm like two steps ahead that can still grab your hand and be like, all right, we got this. And I think there's a kind of a a lack of that. And, you know, people wait, you know, 40 years before they post them, you know, put out a memoir, but I call this my quarter life memoir. And I think it can really help, you know, people that are in the thick of it with me. So it really put it in perspective when you said you went through enough in three years that would happen for most people in 15, which is why you could write the book. Now I was like, (laughs) looking back, that really was, you were on TV and being, there was just a lot going on for that. Yeah. Yeah. So all right. I'm well, really proud of it, and that means a lot to me. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. If there's anything, if you're all good, I'm good on my end. Thank you so much for your time. And I think yeah. people are, people are going to like this book. I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of here for the right reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things bachelor nation. Mm-hmm.